should I take my social security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Retirees face two obstacles regarding inflation. The stress that rising prices puts on fixed income and investing in a retirement plan to keep up with a higher cost of living. On today's shows, some strategies that can help you avoid the pain. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Sitting in for Kevin Frisbee today is Jeff Trushan. Jeff is a fiduciary. He is uh, certainly an advisor with Frisbee and Associates and uh, so much more. Uh, hi, Jeff. How are you? Steve, I'm doing well. How are you doing this morning? Very, very well. And I, you know, this is a topic we were just talking before we started the show about, you know, inflation and and the, you know the problems it's causing and the questions that people have and and uh, I mean this is the, the inflation we're seeing today, Jeff, as you're well aware. Uh, really, we haven't seen it since the '70s or the '80s. Uh, you know, especially early '80s. So let's uh, let's try to figure out. I mean, and what are you doing when you know with clients, with your clients, to help them, you know, sort of get beyond inflation and not have it wreck their retirement? Yeah, absolutely. You're you're definitely right when you talk about you know the highest level for inflation that we've seen in almost forty years. Uh, you know, this the consumer price index up around eight percent, seven point nine percent on its last reading. So everybody's feeling it. Um, there's no doubt about it. You know, in terms of how you can try to protect against it. You know, it's it's really tough because it kind of goes against the traditional model of investing in retirement, right? You have your traditional balanced portfolio, which is your you know sixty percent equities, forty percent bonds, um, and and really inflation is really challenging for fixed income investments like bonds and CDs and so on, um, because the primary tool used to combat inflation, as we've been talking about on previous shows, is is raising interest rates. And when you raise interest rates, it's kind of like a teeter totter with with bond prices. So when rates rise, bonds tend to fall um, but but at the same time you can't really go out you know far along the risk curve and put your retirement in 100% equities because then of course you've got far too much downside risk so I think it's a matter of really you know understanding what the process is for how your money is managed um, you know we employ more of a tactical hands-on process for our clients 
So our objective is to really kind of invest in bonds when the situation calls for it in terms of risk management. But over a long period of time in a rising interest rate environment, you don't really want to have a, a consistent, constant allocation to bonds in your portfolio, um, because not only are they struggling to keep up with inflation in terms of the return that they're providing, but they're also going to perform negative, negatively and lose money when the Federal Reserve raises rates to try to combat inflation. So to say that it's a, it's a, it's a simple answer and that there's a, there's a, a quick solution is really uh, you know, not accurate. It's a matter of just kind of seeing how the situation continues to unfold and keeping your finger on the pulse, which is what we do for our clients. And so, Jeff, when you when you're looking at so if I'm a if I'm a client and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, seven point nine percent was inflation. Does that mean my budget has to increase by seven point nine percent? Does that mean I have less to spend? How how do you adjust for that? Yeah, it's a great question. So I think you're right, and it means you have less to spend. And and then it's a matter of saying, well, you know, can we fit that into the budget? And what does that look like in terms of how you're allocated and the impact that that's going to have on your portfolio over a long period of time? Uh, the reality is, I mean, you see gas prices up here in the state of Maine. I mean, we're, we're talking, you know, $4.20 a gallon. You know, we're luckily coming out of uh, heating oil season, which is a, uh, a silver lining in this environment for sure with oil over $100 a barrel. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a matter of trying to figure out, you know, let's let's pay close attention to it. Let's let's keep an eye on what your budget is and how you're spending your money. And maybe if you're in retirement, maybe you try to kind of sacrifice on a couple things uh, that are more discretionary to try to allow, you know, your money to stretch further for you on a monthly basis. And hopefully this isn't, you know, indefinite, right? 20, 30 years into the future. Hopefully this is, you know, something like in the in the 40s or or even in the uh, in the 70s and 80s that you know this too shall pass and we'll get through it and come out the other side. You said something earlier too that it's important and that you're tactical managers you are you are proactive not reactive and the the important thing is that you communicate with your clients and they with you just to give them the assurance you know that that things are okay yeah, definitely. And, and that conversation has been, you know, a little more prevalent over the last, you know, couple of months. It's, it's funny. We send out a weekly market commentary every week just to kind of touch base with our clients and let them know, you know, what we're seeing in the market and how we're responding to the environment that's taking place. And, you know, those, those weekly market commentaries don't carry as much weight when the market's doing really well, right? Right. And everybody's making money. But during times like this, where you've got, you know, unprecedented inflation, you know, you've got conflicts overseas, um, you know, you've got a Federal Reserve that's changing policy and how it's impacting portfolios, having that level of communication to keep our clients involved and in what we're doing and what our goals and objectives are is, is really important just to kind of keep focused and kind of cut out the noise. And I, I think that tactical approach over time um, is incredibly valuable, especially in today's day and age where, you know, things just change so quickly now. And, um, you know, being able to kind of move and be nimble in the markets to, you know, try to allocate our clients into asset classes that perform well during different phases of the cycle, you know, is really valuable and I think is going to prove to be a more, you know, effective strategy over time relative to your typical buy and hold strategy, uh, you know, especially as, as interest rate policy changes moving forward. What what sectors do you see as as good ones to get in? And and, and I'm talking about, I mean, if, if I'm a client of yours, I know that the money I need today and the rest of this year is, is all safe and it's taken care of. I'm talking about the money that I don't need for 10 or 15 years. What sectors do you see as something that, that might be, you know, good? Is it is it energy? Is it, uh, you know, what, what might there be out there? 
Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Um, it's obviously, it's so hard to predict the future, right? We have no idea what the future holds. I think the truth of the matter is that right now, I mean, it's, it's equities. Uh, I think you could kind of pick over which equities are going to perform better than others over time. You know, I think there's no doubt that technology is the future of our world and the way we do business and interact with everybody. And technology has got really beaten up over the last four months. So I think, you know, that's a relatively uh, attractive play just in terms of the macroeconomic movement of where we're heading as an economy and how we do business. Um, you know, energy kind of comes in fits and spurts for sure. We'll see what oil does moving forward. Um, but the, the reality is when you have inflation at 8%, and you own a bond that's, you know, yielding two or three percent, for instance, um, you're, you're first of all, you're losing, you know, four to five percent to inflation, you know, of your purchasing power right off the bat. But then if the Fed is raising interest rates, you're, you're losing that yield and you're, you're losing the actual, you know, the par value and, and the, the face value of that bond itself. So, you know, a pretty crazy statistic as of this recording here towards the end of March, uh, BND, the, the U.S. aggregate bond index is has lost more this year than the S&P 500. Wow. And TLT, which is which is the long term Treasury index, the U.S. Treasury, which is the safest investment you know that's out there, um, is down more than the Nasdaq year to date. I mean, those are just really crazy statistics when you talk about how challenging this environment has been. So I think a lot of people are viewing equities as more of an attractive play just to try to keep up with inflation. But of course, without having a hands-on approach and a rules-based defined process, you really can't have that much exposure to equities in your portfolio, specifically in retirement, because if things change quickly, you know, which which they've been shown to do over the last few years, you know, you can really expose yourself to some declines that can wreak havoc on your income and retirement moving forward. So I I wish, again, it was a more cookie cutter answer. Yeah, well, uh, but, but again, I, I think, that's, that's the beauty of Frisbee and Associates. You're not cookie cutter. Yeah. You don't take that cookie cutter approach. No, for sure. Very hands on. And I think you just have to be nowadays. The world is entirely different than it has been over the last, you know, 40 years. Um, you know, so we, we definitely reflect that and we try to be as, as proactive as we can for our clients to participate in the upside, but also to, uh, to keep them protected when we go through challenging events. Well, you know, when you talk about bonds in the bond market and, and that bond prices do go down when interest rates rise, well, bond prices are already pretty low. I mean, can they get much lower? Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, you know, if, if rates continue to rise, that's just the natural relationship between interest rates and bonds. And again, that, that's why we believe so much in the tactical approach, because let's say you're in a target date retirement fund or a life cycle fund, or you've got an you know, advisor that puts you into a, you know, a 70% bond and 30% equity allocation because you're in retirement and, you know, traditionally bonds have been the safe haven asset. Um, you know, that's that's just not the case anymore. And, and, you know, I think the returns that you've seen so far year to date equities versus bonds and, you know, the way rates have risen. I mean, the 10 year treasury as of this recording is up 50 percent so far year to date, you know, wow. five zero percent, um, which is, you know, really, really hurt bonds and fixed income investors. So, you know, it's 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 just a different environment out there. And if, if you're in a target date fund or you're in a life cycle fund or you're you're in a, a bond heavy portfolio, you know, they're all there are alternatives and options out there to give you stability in the portfolio and safety without exposing you to so much interest rate sensitivity. Um, and, and that's what we're, you know, a lot of conversations we're having with clients. I think a lot of people are, are in those target date funds that have a 401k because when you sign up for a 401k, that's what they do. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll automatically put you in a target date fund based on your age, not necessarily you the person, but, and, and then you, you don't think about it again, but we really do need to take a look at that. And you're willing to do that, right? Sit down with 
with somebody and look at their 401k and, and maybe make some changes if they can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody that calls into the show, uh, you know, we provide the opportunity for a complimentary consultation and we run what we call a portfolio x-ray, which allows us to kind of peel back the onion on your retirement accounts and figure out, you know, how you're allocated, how much risk you have in the portfolio and, you know, kind of talk about what your portfolio is likely to do in the face of rising interest rates. And if you're between the ages of 20 and 40, 20 and 50, and you're in a target date fund, those are generally going to be more equity heavy anyway. Um, So you don't have so much fixed income and interest rate sensitivity there because you have a longer time horizon. But if you're within five or 10 years of retirement and all your money is in a a target date retirement fund, I I definitely think it's valuable to sit down and have a conversation to understand what those funds are designed to do and what alternatives there may be out there. Absolutely. And well, Jeff, on that note, let's throw things over to Kevin, invite folks to call, come on in, sit down with you and, and have that conversation. Yeah, sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. That's just what we're talking about. Now, they'll take that complex financial world, turn it into something that really makes sense. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. And if you're listening, give us a call, 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin. The next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll end up with that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649. Shifting gears from saving for retirement to spending in retirement can be a difficult adjustment. Good news. One of my specialties is helping people do just that. Details when we come right back. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, Let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater of New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent. But it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. 
Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. Back on Financial Safari, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Jeff Trushon is here. Jeff's a fiduciary and advisor with Frisbee and Associates, where he has been for a long time. Well, you've been in Maine forever, Jeff, all right? You born, raised, grew up, and decided to hang out. You got it. You got it forever. Yeah, it's been a solid 34 years here. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, you know, the winters get long and boring, but I think it helps you appreciate the uh, the remaining seasons that we have in Maine, which are all beautiful. So it's a great way of life. Well, I think people live longer when you've got the seasons, right? I mean, you go from one extreme to another. I do think that helps you live longer. Yeah, I, I think it definitely gives you something to do. You know, you got to shovel the driveways. So if anything, it keeps you in shape, uh, well, which, which definitely well, contributes you to the longevity there. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll take it. So we were talking about inflation in the last segment. And, and uh, let's touch on a couple of other things. as, And then we're going to kind of get into what we were talking, what you were talking about a moment ago. Um, but, you know, fixed indexed annuities, that's something that, that people need to be aware of and realize that that can be a, a pretty good hedge. Yeah, it really can. You know, annuities tend to get a bad reputation and, and in some cases, rightfully so. I mean, there's there's many annuities out there and, and you know, some are certainly better than others. Um, but I think it's a matter of really working with an advisor that, you know, can offer more than just insurance products, more than just annuities. So that way you can get, you know, an approach that's a little more comprehensive and not somebody that's maybe just positioning the only product that they have in their bag. Um, we manage money in the market, you know, which is incredibly valuable to keep up with inflation, but we're we're also insurance licensed and we you know, have conversations regarding annuities and life insurance and long-term care where it fits. Um, but over the last you know, handful of months, the fixed index annuity has really kind of, you know, kind of reemerged as a, a great solution for a portfolio to help provide some safety and, and provide a hedge against this rising interest rate environment. And I, I think, as I mentioned in the last segment, when you talk about the fact that the U.S. aggregate bond index is down, you know, 7% this year and the, the long duration treasury index is down, you know, 12% this year, those are supposed to be your safe haven assets. I mean, those are supposed to be the investments in your portfolio that provide a 3, 4, 5% yield without a whole lot of, you know, volatility and price. Um, but if you're invested in a balanced portfolio, not only are your equities struggling, but your, your bonds are struggling as well, um, which is a really tough blend. So the nice thing about an, an equity indexed annuity, uh, again, where it fits, is that it provides a, a floor. So whatever you put into a product like this is contractually guaranteed not to lose a dime no matter what the market does. Um, the guarantees also, or excuse me, the returns also aren't guaranteed. The returns are based on the market. Um, but when you think about what a bond is supposed to do, it really kind of gives you that, that, that proxy that's eliminating the risk of the bonds, which is you know a, a decrease in value because of rising rates. Um, but it gives you the opportunity to participate in the upside of the market via you know its, its crediting method. Um, so these products 
products aren't designed to knock it out of the park. You're probably going to average somewhere between a, a, a three and five percent rate of re- return per year over a long period of time. Um, but the key is it's 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 a, a a rock in your portfolio. It's a guarantee that you know no matter what the, the interest rate environment does, no matter what the market does, this portion of your portfolio is not going to lose a dime. Um, but it does have the opportunity to increase over time. I think that's one of the reasons and, and one of the best reasons to work with an advisor like you, Jeff, because you know you see things a little bit differently. You understand that that a portfolio needs to be you know divided. You you know the bucketing strategy or you know purpose determines placement. Well, however you want to look at it, but that's what you do. And again, for for the do-it-yourselfer, that's a that's a challenge I'm not up for. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't discredit yourself, Steve. I think you're <laughs> capable of more than uh, you may give yourself credit for. But yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And, and especially in today's environment, I mean, you just talk about everything that's going on. I mean, anybody that watches an hour of the nightly news, um, you know, there's so many factors at play here. So working with an advisor that kind of has their finger on the pulse and has, you know, multiple different options in terms of where you can allocate your money, um, I think is really valuable. Um, you know, the, the equity index annuity, you just got to kind of remember no matter where you put your money, there's always a trade-off. You've basically got three points. You've got risk, return, and liquidity. You can put your money in savings. It's relatively safe. It's liquid, but you're not going to make a dime. You're going to lose money to inflation. You can put your money in stocks. You have the opportunity to get a return and it's fully liquid, but it's not safe. Right, um, so there, there's there's different kind of sacrifices that you have to make. The equity index annuity is a relatively decent option to to consider and to look at because you get the safety, you get the opportunity for return based on what the market does, and you also get a little bit of built-in liquidity. So they're not fully liquid products, but they're far more liquid than a CD. Um, you know, and 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 they just kind of help plug a void that's pretty apparent in portfolios right now. Okay, then so let's let's shift gears a little bit because. You know, with everything going on, that uh, sort of has people, you know, has people's attention with inflation and all of the world events. But that doesn't stop the clock. That doesn't stop the calendar. We still need to retire. We still need to get ready. And we have to get mentally ready for that. And that is also something that, that you do at Frisbee and Associates. Yeah, as best we can, you know, we we certainly have the conversations with clients to let them know that, you know, transitioning into retirement is not just a financial transition. Um, you know, it's really a, a really it's a mental and physical transition as well. I mean, you're, you're trying to break a 40 year habit of getting up and going to work five days a week, six days a week um, to where you're basically getting up and every day is a Saturday. Um, so, you know, making sure that you're mentally prepared for what that's going to look like is really important. Um, I, I tell everybody, you know, when we, when we retire people, which is a really, uh, a really gratifying experience to kind of give someone that green light and let them know that you're all set. Um, we kind of let them know that this is a process, you know, don't expect to kind of, you know, say my last day of work is Friday and I'm going to wake up Monday and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have this thing, you know, completely nailed down and a perfect routine and rhythm. That's just not the way it goes. You know, it's going to take time to kind of fall into a rhythm into, you know, um, kind of transition, so to speak into retirement. So we kind of say, you know, consider some different options outside of the finances for, you know, what goals you may have for retirement. You know, maybe it makes sense to kind of build a schedule, right? Um, just, say, hey, you know, here's what I want to do three days a week, four days a week. I want to get up and work out or go for a run or take the dog for a walk or maybe, you know, play pickleball or go golfing or whatever it may be. Uh, maybe you learn some new hobbies. Um, you know, maybe you, you you talk with other retirees, get together once a week and just kind of have that relationship and those, those opportunities for communication to hear what other retirees are doing and how they're handling the transition. Um, but I think just understanding that it is a very large mental shift um, is going 
going to put you in a better position to, you know, have a, a joyful retirement as you go. But I always just say, don't put so much pressure on yourself right off. It's going to take some time to get that transition underway uh, before you kind of find your wings. I understand that. And and uh, so let's talk about, you know, right now, the way things are seems a little unstable. And so I think it's giving a lot of us, you know, a, a chance to really take a look at that budget, <laughs> you know, because we might have to make some changes and that's OK. And I think it's important to, you know, let those changes and make those changes. Yeah, for sure. I think that's life in general, right? I mean, the only constant in life is change. Um, so you should always try to embrace it to the best of your ability and not fight it. You'll live a long and healthier life by doing that, I believe. Um, but yeah, you know, we we talk about this. It's kind of, uh, you know, for, for lack of a better term, beating a dead horse. I know Kevin mentions it a lot when he's on the show is the budget. You know, the budget is really, really important to understand, you know, what you need for expenses. And then we can work backwards from that to determine what you have for assets and how to fill that. Um, but it is possible. You may have to make some changes if inflation runs high. Maybe you don't go out to eat twice a week. Maybe it's, you know, once a week or, um, you know, whatever it may be to kind of help free up a little bit of disposable income there for you. But I'll also say the key to the budget is really making sure you have that nailed down before you get into retirement. So you don't want to kind of transition into retirement and then say, okay, let's try to figure out what we're spending and how much money we need and what that looks like. The key is to really have a plan in place a couple of years in advance. So if you're two, three years out from retirement, Granted, it's hard to predict the future, but it's the perfect opportunity to, to kind of take a, a checklist and, and see where you're at and what are you spending on, you know, utilities, gas, groceries, cell phone, you know, how much do you want to build in for vacations? How much do you want to build in for going out to dinner, um, you know, spending in time with the grandkids and wherever it may be. Let's try to figure out what that budget looks like and then work the plan as you transition towards and into retirement um, to make sure that you're, you're, you're kind of, you know, having a path to follow. Comes down to needs and wants, doesn't it? What we need versus what yeah. we want, because the want list is always a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you want to try to have that want. You, I mean, you definitely want that want list, right? I mean, you work your whole life to get into retirement to where you want to do those wants. Um, but the key is you're exactly right. You've got, you know, the, the discretionaries versus the necessities. And we want to nail down the necessities first and then say, OK, well, you got this money left over. Let's figure out how to allocate it and let's build in those wants and allow you to kind of, you know, to the best of our ability and your ability, you know, live the, uh, the retirement that you desire. Well, and again, to uh, to budget for the fun parts of retirement, that's important too. I was talking with somebody, and they 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 defined that as a sanity saver, right? That's that part of your budget. <laughs> that's a great way to label it. Absolutely, uh, you know, you, you don't want to be you know too meticulous and just making sure you're counting every penny. Um, you know, you want to have those assets. You want to travel. You want to go out and vacation. You want to take on experiences. And you know, the, the sooner you plan for that, uh, the more confident you're going to be in terms of your ability to to achieve those goals and and be able to uh, enjoy those experiences. Terrific. I mean, boy, this really went quick, Jeff. We need to take another quick break. Let's invite folks to call. I'll throw it over to Kevin. All right. Sounds good, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, 
We'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is, your opportunity to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. Let Jeff and the rest of the team at Frisbee and Associates really help you put together that financial roadmap. Take that complex world and turn it into something that really makes sense. It's a practical financial review. I know a lot of you are looking for that second opinion. Now's the time to call 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You'll see where you are today, but what you leave with is a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 10 callers, 800-998-5649. We do need to take a quick break. We're coming right back, though, and we'll continue our conversation with Jeff Trushan on Financial Safari. If you're wondering what's happening to your retirement accounts amidst all the ups and downs recently, it's the perfect time for a retirement planning checkup to find out. That and more when we come right back. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. Pan American Airways, better known as Pan Am, was founded as Pan American World Airways in 1927. It was the principal and largest international air carrier and unofficial flag carrier of the United States until it ceased operations. It was identified by its Blue Globe logo, the Blue Meatball, the use of the word Clipper in its aircraft names and call signs, and the white uniform caps of its pilots. The first passenger flight on Pan Am occurred on January 16, 1928 from Key West, Florida to Cuba. On March 30, 1939, the Yankee Clipper, piloted by Harold E. Gray, made the first ever transatlantic passenger flight. In June 1947, Pan Am started the first scheduled round-the-world airline flight. Pan Am's peak was in the late 1960s and early 1970s. It carried 6.7 million passengers in 1966, and by 1968, its 150 jets flew to 86 countries on every continent except for Antarctica. The one Darling of the friendly skies began to see its fortunes tumble. Pan Am had invested in a large fleet of Boeing 747s, thinking that air travel would continue to increase. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case, as the introduction of many wide bodies by Pan Am and its competitors coincided with an economic slowdown due to the 1973 oil crisis. Things looked like they were on the upswing in January 1988, but on December 21, 1988, the bombing of Pan Am Flight 103 above Lockerbie, Scotland, led to 270 fatalities. More than 100 families filed a $300 million lawsuit against Pan Am. The first Gulf War in 1990 caused fuel prices to rise, which severely depressed global economic activity and hurt international travel, causing huge losses for Pan Am. Pan Am filed for bankruptcy protection on January 8, 1991. There were claims at that point that Pan Am was losing $3 million a day. It was projected by senior 
officials of a projected shortfall of between 100 million and possibly 200 million, with the airline requiring a $25 million installment just to fly through the following week. Pan Am ended operations on December 4, 1991. The carrier's last flown scheduled operation was Pan Am Flight 436, which departed that day from Bridgetown, Barbados at 2 p.m. for Miami. Pan Am International Flight Academy in Miami is the only surviving division of Pan American World Airways. It was established as an independent training organization in 1992. on Financial Safari with Jeff Trushan. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Jeff, of course, is uh, uh, at Frisbee and Associates where he is an advisor, an independent, helping folks get to and through retirement. And Jeff, I, I mentioned this before, but, you know, because you were, because you are a true Maine, Maine, what do you call, what do you call somebody from Maine? A Mainite? A Mainer. Just a, a Mainer. Mainer. All right. Well, you are <laughs> one. Or a depending uh, on, uh, you know, your, your, your accent. Okay. <laughs> That's right. There's a little bit of that, too, in there. The, um, it but, happens. But my point is is that you know you kind of bring that that insight that not everybody has you know in terms of what life is really like what uh, what life can be and and how to embrace it yeah i think that you know that kind of ties back to more of the mental uh you know transition into retirement and uh just understanding what life is like in maine and you know you're having conversations well maybe instead of snow blowing your driveway you get out and shovel and those aren't conversations that you have with people uh down in florida or texas right but no. it's uh, it's kind of like that you know just thinking like well how can i stay physically active physically fit how can i enjoy retirement how can i take advantage of you know the beautiful state that we live in in all four seasons and uh, the opportunities to hike and you know i live in augusta which is great because I'm an hour from the beach. I'm an hour from Sugarloaf. I'm an hour from, you know, Portland. I'm an hour from Bangor. You know, you just got everything that, that you could kind of need pretty much within an hour or so here in the state of Maine. So sure. take advantage of it, you know? Yeah. The, yeah and uh, let's talk about the uh, doing the checkup. That's what, we, that's what you alluded to at the beginning where you talk about a, uh, you know, a retirement planning checkup. And I guess the way things are, if you haven't looked at your plan in a while, if you haven't talked to your advisor in a while, give Jeff a call and, and have that have that conversation. I think I think it's important um, and maybe it's time to rebalance. What, what do we do when we rebalance? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. So, so rebalancing your portfolio is really, it, it kind of ties back to, I think when you, when you speak with 10 different advisors, you're going to probably get nine to 10 different answers in terms of what they believe is the best methodology for managing money in the market and in a portfolio. Rebalancing is basically, let's say you're in a static type portfolio, maybe a mutual fund portfolio where you're 60% equities and 40% bonds. And that's kind of the target asset allocation for you. Well, what happens inevitably over time is bonds are going to either outperform or underperform relative to equities and vice versa. So instead of having a 60-40 allocation, you know, let's say we're in this inflationary environment where equities do relatively well and bonds do relatively poorly. Maybe you go from a 60-40 up to a 70-30 allocation just based on the performance in your retirement account alone. Well, with the 70-40 or 70-30 allocation, if we have a significant market correction and equity correction, and now you're overexposed to equities, you know, it's possible that your, your retirement portfolio could take a pretty big hit in terms of its overall value. 
so the uh, the reallocation basically says maybe you know twice a year, once a year, you go into the portfolio and you kind of revert back down to that target asset allocation of sixty percent equities and forty percent bonds. So I think you're right, Steve. In terms of if you haven't had that conversation with your advisor, if you haven't you know had that checkup or that check in to see how you're allocated and you know how your portfolio is is spread out, you know particularly with what's happened in the market over the last two years, it's a great opportunity to kind of have that conversation and get a pulse check and make sure you're allocated appropriately for, you know, the environment that we're working through right now. One of the other big parts of retirement planning, of course, is is income. And one of the major sources of income for a lot of us is going to be Social Security. And it's good to have an idea of what that is going to be. And, and when is the right time for you to claim Social Security? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. You know, for for your average married couple, I mean, it's about a one to one and a half million dollar asset. What really, when you kind of look at it, if you look at that four percent rule, um, you know, if you have a million dollars, four percent of that every year is forty thousand dollars a year. You divide that by twelve, you're talking, you know, thirty three hundred dollars a month, thirty five hundred dollars a month, which is really kind of what your average retiree is seeing. Uh, your your married couple between the two of them, mm-hmm. so it's it's a huge, you know, lump sum of money uh, and income stream that you have over your life expectancy. So you really want to kind of make sure you're making the most educated decision that you can in terms of how to file and when to file. Um, You know, Social Security, of course, you can file as early as age 62. For most people today, their full retirement age is age 67. And then you can delay and file for benefits as late as age 70, uh, which, of course, is going to get you some uh, some enhanced retirement credits at uh, at 8% per year. So you get a a nice uh, higher monthly amount there. Um, But it's really important to to make sure it fits into your overall plan. If you if you file for benefits, it's prior to your full retirement age. Um, you're, you're really limited in terms of how much money you can earn from, from employment, uh, wages, tips, and salaries before they start to penalize your benefit. Um, so there's a lot of different considerations to, to take into, uh, you know, to a lot of different things to take into consideration to make sure you're making the most educated decision that you can. Sure. And, and that decision of not just when to take Social Security to maximize that benefit, but the, the overall decision of when are you going to retire? And, and you know, I think it's important to have either a month or, a, a, you know, a day date in mind that'll help get you there. That, that sort of motivates you to plan, I would think. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I think a failure to plan is a plan to fail, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we preach when when we speak with clients. And a lot of clients are coming in early. They're coming in three to five years before retirement to get that checkup and to say, hey, you know, this is what I've done for myself over the last, you know, 30, 40 years of my employment. And uh, I'm three years out from retirement. And, you know, I've got my social security figures here. I've got my budget here. You know, here's what I have for investments. Help me put all this together into a plan that's going to, you know, basically last the rest of my life. And and that's really what we try to specialize in and saying, all right, you've got all these different pools of money. You've got all these different figures and, and you know realities in your situation. Have it come into the office. Let's take a look at what you have going on and let's help point you in the right direction and put a plan together to make sure you know, that all these pieces you know, really work kind of congruently with each other. So in, in light of the, uh, the inflation and, and the somewhat instability of the market, although that's, that's pretty normal, um, do, are you seeing some people having to adjust their retirement date? Are they having to push it out a little further? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's happening. You know, we see it from time to time, um, kind of depending on, you know, what you have for assets saved, um, you know, what your desires are in retirement or what your objectives might be. You know, everybody's situation is a little bit different, but the reality is, you know, this is a, a tough time to experience this type of correction or market activity in retirement uh, or, or when you're within a year or two away from retirement. Um, you know, a lot of people, when you have inflation like that, 
we talk about the rule of 72 sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Which, yes. which basically says, you know, how long is it going to take your money to double if you earn a specific rate of return? Well, as I've mentioned on previous shows, if we have 8% inflation, you know, 7% inflation, what that means is if that number stays elevated at 7% for 10 years, you're going to have half the purchasing power in 10 years that you do today if you don't earn a dime on your on your savings, right? Wow. So if you have 100000 in savings, that's going to buy you $50,000 worth of goods in 10 years. So that is a conversation where clients are saying, well, I've got a great job. I've got a great income. I'm healthy. I kind of enjoy what I do. I don't hate it. You know, maybe it does make sense for me to, to, to continue to utilize my income and pay off a little more debt or set a little bit more aside and maybe get a little bit more for social security. You know, maybe the, the trade-off is worth it, you know, to, to, you know, put myself in a little bit of a better position financially and just kind of see how this next year plays out. You know, I think when you talk about the macroeconomic environment with interest rates and inflation and what's going on in, in uh, you know, in, in the East with, you know, Russia and Ukraine and so on, um, you know, I think we're going to have a lot more clarity on the overall environment here looking forward in the next six to 12 months. Okay, and and I think you you mentioned something there too that as you reassess perhaps your retirement date to pay off that debt, get rid of it, especially any consumer debt, right, Jeff? I mean that's that's the yeah. For sure, for sure. It's it's all about you know it's all about you know maximizing your income and minimizing your expenses in retirement. And we always tell clients you really want to take care of your debt with your income, not with your assets. You know you want to utilize the salary that you have. If you're in your 60s, you're likely in the highest earning years of your life. This is the time to take advantage of that income that you have and, and knock down as much debt as you can to free up as many expenses that you have on a monthly basis that you can free up. That way, your money's going to go that much farther for you. I mean that's a great way to consider combating inflation is to have less for fixed expenses in retirement so that way your money stretches farther for you and you're not you know so squeezed when you have this type of inflation and granted a lot of people are squeezed but um, the key is yeah you want to take care of all that debt to the best of your ability so you know you basically just have those necessities for your income or your expenses in retirement and then you can use the rest of that disposable income to build in those wants and you know those those things that you really want to do to enjoy well one of the things too I, was, I just read a story that the uh, Credit card companies, some have wasted no time in upping their interest rate, and and that's the wrong side of uh, interest that you want to be on. Yeah, for sure. Anything credit card related, I mean, there just has to be a priority to try to get that taken care of. I mean, if you've got any consumer debt over ten percent in terms of uh, you know the the, the APR, uh, uh, the APY on that is is just has to be worked. You know, I have to put a plan together to get that taken care of. Um, you know, granted, it's it's tough right now with inflation the way that it is, and you know, costs rising the way that they are. But when you talk about you know, let's say you put your money in a bank and you, you know, we have a lot of conversations with clients where they say, well, I've got this, you know, $4,000 credit card, I'm paying 18%, but I've got, you know, 25,000 in savings. And that's my, you know, my emergency fund to kind of tuck it away. And it's like, well, no, you, I mean, you, you really got to kind of take that five grand out of the savings and pay off the credit card just to free up that interest. Um, so it, it's a conversation we have, um, you know, you really just want to make sure that your ducks in a row as you transition into retirement and that you're using that income to take care of those, uh, those, those higher rate debts. All right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and take another quick break and we'll be back with with more um, and we'll throw things over to Kevin. All right. Sounds great. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full blown financial plan. This review is a four hundred ninety nine dollar value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, 
you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Folks, this is it. This is a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. Jeff and the team at Frisbee and Associates are there for you. They understand. They can take things that are complicated, break it down, relook at your portfolio, reinvent it, if you will, reimagine it. They can help sort of massage that and make it a better time to retire. 800-998-5649. It's a practical financial review and it's a phone call away. 800-998-5649. 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just talked about, plus all the extras that go along with it. And you will walk out the door with that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. A quick break. We are coming back, though. We've got another segment right here on Financial Safari with Jeff Trishon. Listeners are very inquisitive, and we like that. We'll tackle your questions when we come right back. Letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Money, money. funny money or not so funny money this time we're talking about funny money this is really smart money but this guy's laughing all the way to the bank in his early retirement so let's call it funny money he worked very hard though to retire at the ripe old age of 24 Mike Rosehart is actually three years into his retirement now at the age of 27. He's living a life of leisure in Canada with his 28-year-old wife, Elise, and their two children. Now, how did he do this? Well, first, they lived very lean. He even, and I'm sure politely, asked his wife to lay off the Starbucks. Throughout college, Mike worked full-time and lived the lean life and saved and saved and saved. At 19, he bought a $152,000 cottage with money he'd saved and his student line of credit. He and Elise rented every room and made money off the profit. They both graduated debt-free and with money in the bank. He landed a job at $42,000 a year after college. His wife was earning $26,500 per year. With money saved and living on just one salary and saving more, Mike started purchasing rental properties. He ended up selling his 11 properties and he knew he had hit his fire. Financially independent, retire early number of 25 times his yearly living expenses. He said he knew he needed $485,000 to retire and he had an equity in his property just under $760,000. To their credit, Mike and Elise are very smart with their money. They even made money on their wedding. They made money on their wedding by finding a venue that didn't charge them as long as they invited enough guests. Well, Mike jokes that with cash gifts, he actually made a profit on his wedding. 
Even though Mike and his wife started and finished very early, they add new meaning to it's never too late to get started in preparing for your retirement. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. back on Financial Safari with Jeff Jushan sitting in for Kevin Frisbee today. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Jeff has been uh, helping folks get to and through retirement and uh, will plan to be there for a good long while, right? I mean, you're not going anywhere. No, no. I've, I found my passion. Yeah. Um, I'm really grateful to uh, to, to have uh, kind of fallen into the uh, the, the career that I've, I've fallen into and uh, love what I do, love the uh, the impact we have on people's lives and uh, look forward to uh, you know continuing to have that impact over time. Well, and again, well, I mean, one of the key things that that you do, Jeff, is is you teach, you educate, and that's so important in the world of of you know retirement planning. We've got to know you know the pieces of that puzzle and how they fit together. It's so incredibly important, and and any advisor that doesn't take that approach, um, I, I just think there you know there, there's a, a lack of uh, of service there. Um, you know, it's it's not a, a business of selling product and whatever that may be. I mean, we're truly advocates for the clients that we work with. You know, we're very much uh, teachers in what we do. We really try to educate clients on what our approaches in terms of how we manage money. You know, what what that looks like and what we respond to, and in pro- providing a high level of education. At the end of the day, that just gives retirees confidence because the more you know you know the more confident you're going to feel about you know maybe how your money manager is going to respond to different events in the market or the economy or you know what different impacts are going to have on your your income and retirement um you know knowledge is power and we really try to arm our clients with a high level of knowledge not just in terms of what we're doing and why we're doing it but you know how different uh you know factors impact their retirement Sure. 800-998-5649. That's the number that can get you started, folks. Well, and uh, speaking of getting started, let's jump into some of these questions, Jeff, while we've got some time. Uh, Jerry is in Belfast. He says, I was born in 1956, worked enough years to draw some Social Security retirement benefits. My spouse was born in 1954, will be waiting until 70 to start her retirement benefits. I, If I start to draw my own benefit now, will it affect the amount of my spousal benefit when I switch since that amount will be larger than my retirement benefit? Yeah, great question, uh, Jerry. Thanks for reaching out. Um, the answer is yes. So when it comes to a spousal benefit or a widow's benefit or any benefit that's really not on your own record, um, it, it really matters when you file for benefits yourself. So let's say you know you file for benefits at age, you know, sixty-two, for instance, and uh, your spouse files at age seventy, and then you're going to collect a spousal benefit off of your spouse. So you're going to receive a reduced amount. Uh, because you filed as early as age 62. So your amount's going to be reduced by about 30, 35%, depending on what your full retirement age is. So it, it's really important to kind of have that conversation. There's multiple different filing strategies to uh, to take into consideration. Um, you know, and this kind of reverts back to that planning process. So happy to kind of help break that down for you in more detail. Uh, should you want to give us a call and come into the office and we can kind of run a couple different scenarios and some break-evens to show you what that looks like, you know, over your life expectancy. Yeah, those claiming strategies in, in Social Security, and, and I know that that's a, that's a world that's changed a lot over the last few years. Good to know that you are uh, you know, right there at the forefront. 
Yeah, definitely. It's again, it's 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 arguably for a lot of people, it's the, the biggest source of income that they're going to have in retirement. So it's a it's a, a topic of conversation that we really pride ourselves on being educated on. You know, a lot of financial advisors don't tie in the social security piece generally because there's not a lot of money to be made on it for the advisor. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a huge resource for the retirees uh, that we work with, and, and making sure that we kind of nail that decision down is really important. Jerry, you can go ahead and give Jeff a call. Let's uh, check in with Grace in uh, Monmouth. She says, I'm a divorced woman, age 67, lost my job due to the pandemic. Being eligible for retirement and having no family close by, I thought it was a good time to move from Iowa to a sunny senior community. Unfortunately, I did not think about what retirement would actually look like. Now I'm at a loss. The clubs, the pickleball, other activities just don't do it for me after a 35-year management position. Is retirement a process, and how do I get a more fulfilling life? Wow. Yeah, that's a loaded one. Uh, Grace, thanks for reaching out and, and congratulations on the retirement and living in that sunny senior community. Um, yeah, I think this just kind of reverts back to the fact that, uh, you know, as we talked in previous segments, just try not to put a lot of pressure on yourself in retirement. Um, it, it takes time to kind of fall into a rhythm and figure out what works for you. So, you know, I would really just kind of say, try to try to figure out what you're passionate about and really what drives you and what keeps you going. Um, you know, maybe, maybe try to get in touch with some family if they're not close by maybe you, you you do a little bit of traveling to uh, to build those relationships and strengthen those relationships and give yourself some purpose there. Um, maybe you you know communicate more frequently with other people that are in retirement that are your, in your position to see what they're doing and you know whether or not some of uh, you know some of some of the feedback you get could be a good fit for you. Um, but you know just try to be grateful and present for every day that you have in retirement and uh, you know it's certainly a blessing to be in the position that you're in and maybe it's just trying to uh, get a little creative and think outside the box for ways to uh, give yourself some purpose. And, you know, again, I think it's, you know, when <laughs> it's just such a process for people to, to dig into all of that and, and understand it. And um, let's see. Uh, so, Grace, if you want, 800-998-5649. And uh, all right, let's keep going here. Uh, Emma is in Sanford, and uh, she's wondering, which type of financial advisor should I consult to determine the optimal drawdown strategy to maximize or to minimize taxes in retirement? Do some advisors specialize in the drawdown versus the accumulation? phase of retirement planning just call jeff okay there was that yeah, quest, exactly. question answered <laughs> <laughs> you got it yeah we we really try to specialize in clients or specialize in working with clients uh that are within five to ten years of retirement that's really kind of our niche you know you get certain advisors that are major maybe just kind of selling products or offering service to help you in the accumulation phase of your life which is where you're taking on a bunch of risk and you've got money to contribute to retirement and you're not focused on you know preservation and distribution you're just growing 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 um, whereas with us we kind of specialize on that latter third, uh, so to speak, where you're more focused on, you know, preservation of principle, preservation of capital, and uh, having a detailed sound plan together for how to, uh, you know, distribute that capital to provide income for you for the rest of your life. So the, the the answer is definitely yes, there are advisors that specialize in one thing versus the other. I think if, you're, if your interest is in, you know, planning for retirement, and, you know, how that's going to look in terms of income planning, tax minimization, or tax efficiency of your, of your retirement accounts, you know, we'd love the opportunity to have a conversation, you know, confident you find a lot of value. 
800-998-5649, Emma. And I, um, you know, again, it is interesting that there are definitely, you know, two or more kinds of advisors out there. And, and the fact that Frisbee and Associates, you know, Kevin started this whole company based on that transition from the acquisition to the distribution phase. You guys are really good at that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a huge uh, transition. You know, you're really kind of going from a position where you're you you have a great salary, you're contributing every month or you know whatever it is every pay period every other week, and if the market goes down, you don't care because now your dollar's going further for you, and you're just getting better bang for your buck. But when you transition to retirement and that income goes away, and now you've got this finite pool of resources that needs to last longer than you do, you know, having a, a partner in that um, that's very educated and, uh, and and focused on you know how to make sure that transition is efficient as possible for the longest period of time is really valuable. Sure. All right, we got time for one more here. Let's go to William in uh, Mount Desert Island. Uh, William says, I'm 75 and getting married. My fiance is 52. Now, if I die first, what will my wife's widow's benefits be? Yeah, great question, William, and uh, congratulations on uh, on finding love there and the uh, the upcoming marriage. That's super exciting. Um, well, the the straight answer is it depends, right? It depends uh, on how much you're receiving for your benefit, and it depends on when your spouse files uh, for the survivor's benefit. Um, so she can file for the widow's benefit as early as age sixty, or I should say, your fiance she, uh, can file as early as age sixty. Um, but by doing so, she's they're going to get a reduced amount. Um, so. So basically, you can file as early as age 60, but you're going to get about a 40% reduction relative to what you would get if you waited until full retirement age to file for that benefit. Also, um, if your spouse does file prior to their full retirement age, it's important to remember that they're limited in terms of how much money they can earn while also collecting Social Security. Um, so she's got, or, or your fiance has, you know, at least a, it looks like eight years until she's eligible, until they're eligible to have that conversation. Um, but when that time comes, you know, even in advance, we'd be more than happy to sit down and have a conversation and see what questions we can answer and hopefully point them in the right direction. So is there a, is there a best time to sit down with you? Is it, is it turning 50? Is it 45? Is it 60? When is the best time to really map it all out? Yeah, I, I really believe, you know, the sooner the better. I don't think there's a perfect time. Okay. I mean, even if you're in your 40s and you've got this lump sum of assets and you want to make sure you're on the right track, I would say if you, if you had to say a best time, it's usually, you know, five years away from retirement. Okay. I, I think that's kind of the sweet spot, five to seven years, just to say, here's what I've got. Here's what my social security benefits are. You know, if you're 62 and your full retirement age is 67 and that's when you, re when you want to retire, that's a great time. You're five years out because maybe you come in and we can say, hey, look, you know, you're in a position where you can actually retire before 67. Maybe you can retire at 65 once Medicare kicks in. Or maybe you're 60 and you're planning on retiring in, in five years and maybe that's not so much a reality and maybe we got to make some changes to, to make that a reality for you. So I usually say five to seven years is really the sweet spot for the services that we provide, but it's, it's never uh, uh, too early to kind of get a, a checkup on where you're at. All right. That's a great way to end the show, Jeff. 800-998-5649. Uh, Let's throw things over to Kevin one last time today and uh, get some folks on your calendar. All right. Sounds great, Steve. Thanks. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. 
We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, here it is, your opportunity to to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Don't miss it. It's the last time today we're going to invite you to call. Take advantage of it. Jeff is there for you, taking a lot of that complex financial world and turning it into something that really makes sense. It's a practical financial review, and it's a phone call away at 800-998-5649. You'll get the comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are right now, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Jeff, as always, a pleasure to to talk with you. And, and, you know, your insight that you bring here is is really, really good. Yeah, I appreciate that, Steve. Uh, You know, love the opportunity to hop on here and have a conversation with you. These are all subjects that, you know, very passionate about and, uh, you know, happy to uh, happy to happy to talk about it. Absolutely, folks. We really appreciate you listening. And we are going to be back again next week with new topics and questions and more on Financial Safari with Jeff Truchot. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.